Hey, yo, welcome to Big Sky Breakdown. Saturday morning, the opening of Big Sky Conference play. A little late on the production here because, to be completely honest, I thought I lost this file. I interviewed Davis Alexander, Portland State quarterback, on Tuesday, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. But then I found it. It's a great interview. So this is a little game day prep for you. Montana State at Portland State, 3 p.m. this afternoon, Montana time. And uh, Portland State's got a fighting chance in this one. It's, gonna, it's probably going to come down to their electric dual-threat quarterback. So I caught up with Davis Alexander about this matchup, but also just his career at Portland State because he's been on the ground floor of the rebuild. He was thrust into the action as a freshman, and uh, he's had to take his lumps. But he's a really talented guy, and he's the reason we think Portland State's one of the dark horses in the league this year. So here's Davis Alexander, his conversation with me, Coulter Nuanas, earlier this week on the Big Sky Breakdown. just comes down to the team, you know, that, uh, makes the least amount of mental mistakes, you know, including penalties, turnovers. Uh, but I think the best way to describe it is, you know, a big sky conference play is just a bunch of dogfights. The last time you guys took on Montana State and Portland, I actually remember shooting the breeze with you and Anthony Adams at the Big Sky kickoff after we had gotten done with our interview. And we were talking about that 2018 game when MSU came there. And Anthony was talking about when Troy Anderson, Montana State's All-American linebacker, was playing quarterback and just how miserable that was to tackle the 245-pound guy coming at you downhill. But it is sort of weird, right, that you guys haven't had Montana State out to your joint in a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a really long time. And honestly, I think... We haven't been to Bozeman since 2017, so we just haven't played each other in about four years, three years now. What do you guys think of that as players? Is that so weird that you're in the same conference but you don't play for years at a time? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me it's pretty weird. You know, everyone's – especially when you go around, you know, you're talking to some guys in the locker room, they're like, yeah, well, I've never actually played at this stadium. And I'm sitting there like, what are you serious? Like, you know, I played it. I've played at some of these stadiums two or three times, and these guys have never played at one, you know? Well, when you hear the Montana schools, I know that it's something that Coach Barnum always – I mean, you guys get up for every game. I know he always says, you know, we love having the Montana schools come to town. You know there's going to be Montana fans as well. So when you hear Montana State, Montana, what do you think? Uh, I mean, you just know it's going to be uh, – you know the physical brand of ball that, you know, both Montana schools seem to bring. Um, but, you know – I think there is a little something extra, you know, you get up for a little bit of the Montana schools, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a tip to the programs. You know, they have great programs and great tradition, great history. So um, yeah, it's always a little more, a little more exciting to play those schools. How about the non-conference? You guys went all the way out to Hawaii, which in itself is just such a different and unique trip because it just takes so long to get there. But then you also I took on a Washington State team that um, I know last week kind of got squashed, but uh, a team that's, that's a, a good Pac-12 team, and then last week against Western Oregon. So what did you think of your non-conference? What did you think you guys got done? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the Hawaii-Wazoo game, um, both of them we were able to move the ball pretty effectively. Um you know, we got off to a slow start versus Hawaii. We spotted him 28 points. And we ended up actually coming back and making it a game. Um, but, and but, you know, that's kind of something we've been trying to focus on the next couple of weeks is, you know, we got to start off. we got to start off faster. Um, sometimes it has taken us like a quarter to get uh, into the rhythm we want to get into. And that's something that we're trying to touch up on, like in all aspects, pros- uh, practice and all that. But, um, yeah, it was good to see our offense click a little bit. Uh, and then versus Western Oregon the next week, our defense 
you know, playing a suffocating game, and it was great to see that. So, feel all right. No, you guys were in Missoula for a game this spring. I know you came to Missoula pretty shorthanded, especially on the offensive line. And then I know you had a couple guys get little tweaks, and so they didn't play the whole game either. But how much has changed about your offense, particularly the line, but just in general uh, over these last several months? Um, and how much has it improved? Yeah, well, we brought in, you know, uh, I think four four new offensive coaches from that spring Montana game. Um, so. You know, schematically, we've changed a little bit, you know, compared to years past. Uh, you know, implemented some new, you know, just some quick, easy design plays, um, kind of our base stuff. And then, uh, you know, we got a couple transfers. Um, and like you said, a couple guys who, you know, weren't as healthy and now they're, um, you know, 100% and ready to go. So, um you know, I think that's, you know, shown in the product of our offense and, you know, the amount of yards we're putting up a game. One guy, I've always, I was always really into the college football games, the video games, you know, uh, you know, NCAA football or whatever. And one guy who was so good in those games in like the early 2010s was your guys' wide receivers yep. coach now, Derek Hagan. He was like a star at Arizona State. What has he brought to the ball? <laughs> How's he doing? Yeah, I mean, Coach Hagan, you know, it's it's awesome having a guy like him with his resume, you know, nine-year NFL vet, um, just in our room. You know, he, you know, he can help out on the O-line stuff, like even just off basic schemes and stuff, you know, getting the ball out quicker. Uh, but obviously, you know, he preaches, you know, to our receivers, they got to read the coverage, they got to play with their eyes. And um, he just he's just been phenomenal for us, you know, on the mental side of, uh, football, obviously. And how about the new quarterbacks coach, John Eagle? I mean, he was a, a absolute dominant coach at Camas High School. I know there's been so many Camas guys that have come and played in the big sky at Portland State, Montana, Montana State, Idaho, everywhere. They're like a factory, but they were so good, won a bunch of state titles. But now he's back in college coaching for the first time in uh, pretty much like 35 years. So what's that transition been like, and what do you learn from him? Yeah, Coach Eagle's been awesome to have as a quarterback coach. Um, you know, he kind of specializes in – RPO. Um, so he's done, you know, he's done some good stuff there and just try to clear the picture for us. Um, and, you know, he, he does some tremendous things for us up in the box too on game day. So great to have him. And Coach Lunan, I know he's been there for a long time as the offensive line coach, but now that he is uh, also uh, as the offensive coordinator, he's a guy that I've interacted with on Twitter a lot. He's always retweeting my stuff, so I appreciate that. Anytime we ever do any Portland State <laughs> stuff, he's always helping us get it out there, which is awesome. But what's that transition been like? How do, how do you think he's doing as the offensive coordinator? Yeah, Coach Lunan's done a good job. Um, and I think, you know, in his eyes, he wants to run the ball a little bit more, um, which I think is something that we'll probably end up getting to. Um, but He's done a really good job, you know, just adjusting with this RPO stuff, um, getting our guys in the right spots, um, and honestly forming our offensive line because, you know, we got a couple transfers and, um, you know, just trying to find, you know, right spots to put some of these guys, and I think he's done a really good job at that. Big Shot Breakdown presented in part by Blackfoot Communications as well as Alpine Touch. 
Thanks so much to Blackfoot for making all of our podcasting happen and for being a great supporter of my daily radio show, Nuanas, now on ESPN Radio, as well as around the great state of Montana on SWX Montana Television. Davis is a senior quarterback for the Portland State Vikings. They host the Montana State Bobcats on Saturday. Davis, let's talk about your career because it's been an interesting one at Portland State. I know that Portland State, when Coach Barnum first took over in an interim basis, had an outstanding year in 2015 and went to the playoffs and uh, a great run. It was a great story. I know since then it's been sort of a rebuild, but it seems like you guys return a lot of talent. You're knocking on the door, but just take us through what the experience has been like for you because now here you are. You've played a ton of football, a ton of games, and you've sort of been on the ground floor as the guy guiding this program. So what's your experience at Portland State been like overall? Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, my recruiting year, um, they were 9-3, and three, uh, I think tied for second in the Big Sky Conference, you know, went on a playoff run. Uh, then I came in redshirted, and, you know, we had that, that down year, 2018 year, um, and then I think that kind of started to rebuild, you know. Um, but finally it feels like, you know, we've got uh, tons of key pieces back, and, you know, we've done all that portal stuff, and uh, we feel like, you know, we got a good shot, good shot to, um, you know, turn some heads in conferences here. I know Portland right now, because of just the state of the world, is, is a tougher place to live in than it has been. But Portland's a, a wonderful city, one of my favorite cities in the country. So that in itself must be an awesome part of going to Portland State. But in your mind, the city invol- included, but what what are the best parts about going to Portland State? Yeah, I mean, you know, being in such a big city, there's so many um, things and so many options that you can do just in your daily life or your career. You know, we have tons of people on the team that do, you know, some some really cool internship stuff, you know, just with companies you probably wouldn't be able to do, you know, in smaller college towns, you know what I mean? Just because there's so many connections here. Um, But, you know, and then, you know, you got your also major colleges like Oregon State, Oregon real close. Um, It's just, it's a cool spot to be, you know, you're not, you can go to the water anytime you want. You're not far from the mountains. Um, just just a lot, a lot at your fingertips here. I think that the city element helps Portland State get a certain number of guys, especially transfer guys that, that want to be in a big city, that, that want to be in a metropolitan area. But also then there's, yeah, there's I, some challenges yeah. too. So what do you think are, are some of the challenges Portland State's faced, and, and how do you think you guys have got about trying to overcome some of those? Right. I mean, you know, the, the obvious challenge is, uh, you know, not having a stadium on campus. Um you know, we have to go out to Hillsboro. Um, you know, but we try and preach that, you, you know, you're, you're here to play football. It doesn't matter where you're playing. Uh, it doesn't matter who you're playing in front of. Um, and that's kind of the character, you know, that we're going for on this football team right now. And, you know, not so worried about the flash and all that stuff. I'm more so worried about uh, just winning football games and, Uh, playing the sport because you love it. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Let's talk about Barney. 
Coach Barham is one of our favorites. Uh, I sort of serendipitously ended up covering his very first game as Portland State's head coach because there was no Montana games on the docket, and they had pl- they opened up against Idaho State. So we drove down to Pokey, watched Portland State post a big win, and so the first year of Skyline Sports in its current iteration was the, that exact same year when Portland State rode it all the way to the playoffs. So they were kind of our go-to team to cover. It was fun getting to know Barney, and he's always been so good to us since then. But he's such a hilarious guy, and he seems like just such a different type of coach compared to some of these other guys that maybe take it a little bit too seriously. But from a player perspective, what's it like playing for Bruce Barnum? Uh, you know, I love playing for Coach Barnum. Uh, he always keeps you on your toes, obviously, uh, with all the, you know, all the random stuff that you can say. But, um, you know, he's a total player's coach, and he'll do whatever he can to make our experience uh, here better at Portland State. You know, I'm sure you saw last week um, that he... <laughs> You know, any anyone who bought a ticket got free beer at the game. Um, just trying to pack the stands, do as much as he can for us. Um, you know, I just think that speaks to his, his character and his personality. Like even when we were sitting at the Big Sky Kickoff, I was looking over at you guys at the table because I heard you laughing, and then there's Barney telling jokes. So, I mean, is he just a joke a minute all the time? Is he always like this? Uh, yeah, I mean, usually if he's talking, he's probably making a joke. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, like I said, he keep, always keeps you on your toes. Indeed he does. I He is so into it, too. Like, when I was at the Big Sky Basketball Tournament, I was doing some sideline stuff on the TV, and he's texting me in the middle of me being on the TV, trying to make fun of me, trying to throw me off my game. I'm like, Bruce, it's live TV. Let me just do my thing. He's like, you don't know anything about basketball. You just stick to football. He's so funny. Yeah, he like, yeah. I mean, I had like a... I had like a little bit of like a groin injury. Like I hit my, I hit my nuts in the game versus Wazoo, and he's making jokes. He's still making jokes about it, you know, just little stuff, funny stuff. Trying to get the, yeah, trying to get the trainers to tape me, like just as a joke, obviously. But trying to get me to wear a jock strap. He's just a funny guy. <laughs> he is. Well, let's talk about this game as it is now. I know it's only Tuesday as we sit here and record this thing, but you probably got a little, little bit of a look at Montana State. I would ask you how they look different from the coaching staff change, but that's not a pertinent question because it's been so long, like we talked about, since you guys have actually played them. But when you do look at the film, what do you see defensively? What, what are some of the strengths that stand out about Montana State's defense? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Montana State, you know, they always have pretty good defense. Um, but, you know, what stands out to me is they all fly to the ball. You know, it's not one guy making a tackle. It's four guys hopping on each other's backs and uh, gang tackling. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, they do a phenomenal job flying around. Um, you know, obviously they got a really good front seven uh, with Amandre Williams, you know, and Troy Anderson. Um, so, you know, that'll be a challenge for us uh, up front. Something that we got to prepare for. How has your offense come around? I know you mentioned the upgrades on the offensive line and, and the coaching staff as well. Uh, but just are you are you feeling more comfortable with your receivers and stuff? I know Emmanuel Dogbe is back in the fold. I know Darian Chase, the guy that came to your program from Nebraska, and is a guy that's trying to work his way in. But just give us the breakdown of Portland State's offense. How comfortable are you with the guys? What do you think some of your strengths are? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, I think our receivers have really come around. Um, and we haven't even had, you know, two of our top guys have been injured. Um, so, you know, waiting for them to come back, obviously. But, um, 
we've had young guys step up like Nate Bennett. Uh, I think he's had 300 yard receiving games um, in the three games. You know, he's a true freshman. Uh, I think Bo Kelly leads the conference in receiving yards. And then DC, I mean, he's Darian Chase. He's also got, you know, probably 30 catches on the year for about 300. So, uh, our perimeter, you know, we feel really good about our perimeter against anyone we play, probably. Um, so, you know, we trust our guys, trust our guys to go make one-on-one plays. And uh, O-Line's done a good job. And, you know, Malik Walker's done a good job running the ball. So, we feel good offensively. Well, last thing for you then, Davis, if Portal State's to get off to a 1-0 start Big Sky Conference play, what's it going to take? And how excited are you for the opening of Big Sky Conference play? Yeah, um, like I said, it's going to take mistake-free football. Um, You know, we got to win the turnover battle, uh, limit our penalties. Last week we had about 120 yards of penalties. You can't have that, you know, especially going into big big sky play, especially against a a team like Montana State. Um, Yeah, and then we got to get off to a quick start for sure. Well, Davis, always fun talking to you. Pleasure. You're definitely one of our favorite guys in the league to watch play football. Love the toughness you bring in the quarterback position. But thanks so much for being with us here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Thank you so much. I appreciate that.